Hey guys, what is up? What is up? What is up? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been away for a bit, um, and not for good reasons. So, first, I'm just gonna go ahead and get into that. Um, uh, so on April 27th. Um, I ended up having a procedure because I have a an aneurysm that's like in my brain pretty much. And I got it fixed so that it wouldn't burst because that was the suggestion. So I got a coiling, which is great. Okay, I got out the next day. You know, I was feeling good, you know, doing okay. And then, you know, me and my boyfriend went out, had some, you know, dinner and everything and talked and stuff and, you know, feeling all good and squishy. We go to bed. I wake up the next morning with a freaking sharp fucking pain that felt like a knife was going in and out of my head. Like my eyes were so sensitive to light. I could not even stare like... I literally had to have my hood over my eyes and have my boyfriend lead me to the car. And, you know, he's on his way to work and everything. And he was like, you sure you don't need to go and everything? And I was like, no. And I was like, just, you know, drop me off. You know, I didn't even want to drive my car or anything. I was like, just drop me off. I'm just going to, you know, like rest, um, for the rest of the day. So my headache was getting worse, you know, no, you know, they didn't send me home with pain pills or anything. And although headache is the side effect of when you get that done, it's, it's not supposed to be to that extreme. And so I called the, the doctor who did it and he was like, you need to go to the hospital. It shouldn't be hurting that bad. So I go to the ER, mind you, I'm fucking terrified I'm going to the emergency room because of the coronavirus. <laughs> the last thing I need to get while feeling that, you know, and I went there and they did a scan of my head and everything, which they said looked fine and stuff. So they gave me like some kind of little cocktail of like magnesium and some other kind of pain pill, you know, and that made my head feel fucking great pretty much. Um, but then when they looked at that scan, I guess they saw like some of my lungs, which wasn't looking well. So they ended up doing a chest scan. And so the doctor comes back and he's like, she's like, well, good news is you're coiling your head is fine. She was like, bad news is you have, you know, um, blood clots in your lungs and pneumonia. Hence why my oxygen was very low at the time. I did get t- tested for the coronavirus. Thank God it was negative. So because of the blood clots and everything, I had to be admitted um, to the hospital, which I was there for two weeks. I had the infectious disease doctor involved. They thought that, you know, they had to take, they had to take blood cultures to make sure my blood wasn't growing bacteria, make sure my heart wasn't growing bacteria. So I had to swallow a fucking giant camera that I swear felt like, oh, it was horrible because I was not put to sleep. All of me numb it, but it was not good enough. I was like gagging like crazy, but it got done. But 
basically, I was just in there to watch to make sure I didn't have MRSA and, and that I wasn't, you know, getting um, any bacteria. And so I was in there for about two weeks, pretty much, which was fucking miserable. I had to have blood thinners, roundhouse fucking antibiotics, you know, being poked every second to make sure my blood is doing okay, taking meds, pain pills, everything, the fucking works. And Sorry I'm cussing so much, but it was just not a time for me. And it just made me realize something that I believe I explained before that I'm currently on like a health journey, like a healing journey because I got injured um, on the job. I work at a, a, a psych hospital and I got injured on the job and I can't go into detail because of HIPAA law. But it fucked me up and it pretty much, you know, I have some long lasting injuries from this shit and, you know, some mental health issues, you know, anxiety is a lot worse. I have PTSD, you know, that I deal with and, you know, I go to therapy and everything for it, which has been heaven sent. Because, you know, I, I was like, I would probably say two years ago, I was in a very ugly place, a very dark place after that. You know, like, I, as I said, I guess I can't go into detail about it, but I was pretty much beaten like a grown ass fucking man, like by another man. It was horrible. It was very scary. Um, it caused, you know, some some issues, you know, but going to therapy and doing my own self, you know, work, I've gotten a lot better and I'm, you know, I'm working really hard to get to full recovery of my injuries and everything. I have a head and neck injury, which is horrible. You know, and even though I couldn't do things that I used to do, you know, as I'm recovering, I, I'm focusing on things that I could do, you know, like walking I can only lift 10 pounds at the moment and stuff like that. Um, And stuff like that, you know, things, those kind of things. You know, I can't really hike like I used to because I can't really walk for a long time because I have a concussion as well and get really dizzy and, you know, I have some, you know, it's just hard and I get severe pain when when I'm standing or walking for for too long. I I have to rest. I have to go back and recoup myself and, you know, I get, you know, chiropractic care, which is heaven sent. It helps me be able to move a lot longer because before I can even move for more than 10 minutes (laughs) without having, you know, severe pain and dizziness and fainting spells and stuff. I'm sorry, this sounds dreary, but I'm just being honest. I'm just trying to let you guys kind of know what's, what's been going on with me and everything. And Basically, being in that hospital was like an awakening for me because I have my moments where, you know, like, you know, I I loved weightlifting. I always weightlifted for my exercise. I mean, that shit just makes me feel amazing. And because of that, you know, not being able to do any of that stuff and then not being able to exercise or walk for a long time, I gained some weight, you know, and it's not fun. So since then I've been on, you know, this journey of trying to lose weight and now heal. And then, you know, there's days where I would get in, you know, like sad moods or 
I'll be lazy and I don't feel like doing it. And then just as much as I could be able to do at least something, I was down to not being able to do nothing. And I'm just here to tell you guys that don't take being able to move around for fucking granted, being able to just even simply go outside, being able to breathe. Don't take it for granted because I took that shit for granted. Like, it was hard for me to breathe. My oxygen was so low in that hospital. And, you know, like they had to keep coming in to check on me because it would drop so low that they would, you know, well, especially when I was sleeping, that I had to start wearing oxygen and shit while I was in there. And it, it just wasn't fun. And, and it just, I just took all that stuff for granted, man. And it's just, when it was taken away, it truly made me reflect on you don't know when the last time it's going to be that you could move, breathe, you know, walk, fucking talk, anything, even to be just to be able to get up. You don't know when that is your last minute, your last time of doing any of that shit. And it made me realize that instead of bitching and moaning about oh, I can't do this. Oh, it's not how it used to be. Fuck that shit. Like, seriously. Be grateful that you, be grateful you can do anything. Be grateful that you could smile. Be grateful you can blink. Be grateful you can fucking communicate. Be grateful that you can step outside your house because it can be gone. You know, tomorrow isn't promised necessarily. This can be the last day on earth that we all have. And and all we do is bitch and moan about what we don't have, what we can't do. Focus on the stuff that we can do, that we can have. Have gratitude for the littlest things. Sorry to like, I'm not trying to like school you guys or nothing, but I'm just saying like, you just never know. And I just want us to just live a more happier life. It's not about materialistic shit. It's not about going to the mall. It's not about Louis Vuitton purses. It's not about fucking clapping our assholes, you know, in the camera to get guys to think we're beautiful and shit like that. I mean, love yourself, love your body in all states, big, small, lumpy, short, tall, black, white, yellow, brown, purple, you know, curly hair, straight hair, nappy hair, anything. Just love it. (laughs) Love you for you. Love what you have, you know, just love the people around you. Like I've never realized how much of a support system that I had. I mean, I swear, like my mom, my family, my friends, everybody was just so supportive like I love you guys so much you don't understand I just love I I love everyone and you know as I stated like a million times already I'm with the Scorpio and I'm gonna marry this man like someday I'm, I'm gonna marry him because this is the first relationship that I have had where a man was so fucking supportive you know, he, he made sure I was taken care of. He dropped things off for me at the hospital, got me like my favorite drink and stuff. I mean, he even bought me a little cute 
like Scorpio symbol necklace with diamonds in it, which is so cute. And I wear it with my Libra one. You know, he was always encouraging me, you know, every day telling me how much, you know, we love each other, how we can't wait to see each other, sending me pictures of the little kitten we just got that was kind of freaking out that I didn't show back up home. I mean, this man is amazing and I can't ask for anything better. And I remember a time where I thought I would never find a good man. I was in, you know, two um, other long, like one of them was a very long relationship and the other one was a semi, like short, long kind of one. And it was never like how this man is. Like he, I just love him. He's amazing. And I, 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 I really don't know how Scorpios get such a hard fucking rep, but to me, you guys are one of the most fucking misunderstood signs that are also one of the most amazing, even though you guys have a hard time opening up and shit like that, or you have a hard time expressing yourself when you do, it's fucking beautiful. And you're loyal to, to the end, which is amazing, you know, cause that's all I want, you know, in life is just a partner that is going to be loyal to me like I'm loyal to him and I I just really love this man you know trust me guys like I know a lot of us go through some shitty relationships and stuff and some of us feel like we'll never find that good guy but I'm telling you now you know like my last relationship was really long and I had like died inside I died, like my spirit died inside. I developed a defense mechanism from both of those relationships of where I would just basically, you know, do what they say because like the, my last relationship was also abusive, you know, like emotionally, mentally and everything. And I would just do things just to kind of please him where I couldn't really be my full self. You know, I can only just show the parts that wouldn't make him mad or or, or be the, be the girl that he, you know, wanted me to be like, and don't get me wrong. It's like, I enjoyed the things we did and stuff like that, but certain things, it's just, I couldn't really say certain things or talk about certain things because he didn't want to hear it. So it's like, I just had to close off parts of myself that I wanted to talk about, you know, and, um, it just, I held on to that relationship because, you know, as a Libra, and a Pisces moon, I guess, you know, to be honest, two of the most (laughs) soft-hearted, compassionate signs that don't like to hurt people's feelings. I stayed in that shit and fucking allowed myself to just spiritually and emotionally die just to please someone else because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. And look what I, look what I, look what I would have missed out on if I did not end it because I, I decided that I deserve better. I deserve to be treated like a grown up for one because I was being treated like a child. I had to literally ask him to go when I wanted to go out uh, with my friends. And as a, as a grown woman, you shouldn't be doing that shit. If you're in a relationship like that, please, please leave. <laughs> that is not love. I used to think that shit was love. Like, Oh, he, he's so jealous and everything. And you know, he's all about me and, oh, that must be love. That must, you know, be how it looks. And it's not, it, that is not fucking love. That's control. 
that's control because he's insecure. This this man had some issues that he projected off on me that he's dealt with with other people he never figured it out with. And it was not fair to me. I did not deserve that. Um, the only thing I got out of that relationship was two beautiful children. <laughs> you know, my little Leo man and my little Capricorn girl, you know, that's the only thing that I really got out of it. It's, you know, and, and I don't regret my kids, but, you know, it also makes it where, although B and I'm going to, he was a Taurus, so I'm going to just call him the Taurus, even though me and the Taurus co-parent amazingly, like we, that's one thing I cannot complain about is that this man is a great father, amazing father to the kids and everything. And we co-parent perfectly. I mean, we're both in new relationships. We're both happy, but we both only focus on the children. We never talk bad about uh, each other to the kids. The kids are even happy, you know, because they're able to get the love of both of their parents. They're able to get the support of both of their parents. They're able to, you know, be able to talk, you know, with their parent without having to worry about them. Like, oh, your mother's a bitch or whore or your dad is a piece of shit and stuff, you know, like. It's not about that. You, you never, to me, I feel like you should not put kids in the middle. That was always our thing. We've talked about that before we even broke up is that if we broke up, we would not put the kids in the middle. We will not put the kids, you know, we will not dangle the kids in front of each other's face. Like, oh, well, if we don't do this, you don't get to see the kids. No, because the kids have nothing to do with how me and him did not, um, we weren't compatible pretty much. The kids have nothing to do with that. So don't fucking torture the kids with that shit. Let the kids be able to love both parents equally and not have to feel like they have to choose sides. So that's one thing I'm happy about. But if you're in an abusive relationship, please, please, whatever you can, get the support and leave. Like even if you have to go to back to your mom's house until you can get back on your feet. That's what I had to do. I I had to, you know take the kids and go back to my mom's house for a little bit to, until I can get back on my feet. Cause I knew if I didn't leave my apartment that we lived, uh, me and the Taurus le- uh, lived in, I, for one, my life was at risk because he wanted to like half kill me. <laughs> and two, I didn't want to risk having, let's say like my, my new boyfriend in there. And then he just, you know, he has a key and he just walks in and then he's trying to attack them and then they're fighting. And then my kids have to see that. I don't, I don't want that. So I'm telling you, if you are in a relationship, please, that you, toxic even, cheating, abuse, just any kind of toxic relationship, know that if you're staying there, you're missing out on your possible husband or wife, like I, I, you know, like I was engaged to the Taurus, but I was, uh, and I was engaged with him for a long time. Like, cause we were high school sweethearts. So, you know, I, he proposed to me at 17 or 18, I think I was. And I was always hesitant to make wedding arrangements because I just felt deep down in my heart. It's like my, my intuition was like, girl, bitch, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Don't fucking do it because <laughs> I'm telling you, the second you say that you sign up paper saying you're his wife, you think the abuse is bad now, 
girl, it's going to be worse. But it's like, you know, if he didn't have the abuse, he was an amazing guy, you know, funny, spontaneous, everything. This guy had a lot of, he was very earthy, huge earth placements. He had Virgo Virgo moon. He was also a Taurus rising and he was literally on the Gemini cuffs. Like he's on the day that the date that it turns to Gemini. But at the time he was born, he's like literally just a sliver of Taurus. Like if he was probably born later on in the day, he'd be a Gemini. But he has a lot of Gemini placements too. Um, and he has a Cancer Venus. So he was he was really affectionate and stuff. But dude, he was crazy as hell. You know, like. I mean, he would just explode and just like go ballistic and it was, just, it was just a, it was a hard relationship. If, if that didn't happen, I could have seen us, you know, like us going a lot longer, but he just, he had some issues, some demons that he needed to deal with. And while I was there trying to support him through it, I couldn't be the punching bag for it anymore. So I got out of it and now I'm with a man that I can see I I can see myself marrying and I'll marry in a heartbeat no <laughs> no questions asked because he's fucking amazing. He's sexy as fuck too and it's just amazing to have. It's like usually like you don't get a two in one. I I managed to get a guy who's sexy and has an amazing personality and is very loving and and helpful and make sure that me or even his friends, anyone in his life is taken care of. It's so helpful. I mean, he, his mom and dad did amazing. Seriously. And I can't complain and I'm blessed. And I'm just telling you now, if you leave that relationship, that toxic relationship, it could be later on down the line. It could be sooner than later. You may be missing out on your one, your wife, your husband, your whatever, just by, you know, settling. So I'm just here to tell you, don't, don't waste your life. And that's another thing too. Like, imagine like if this is your last day and you settled for a toxic relationship that you're miserable in, that you know you're not happy. You know you could be so much happier with someone else. Or even on your own, like you don't even have to, it's not always about relationships either. Like I, I one thing I used to say to, you know, him, my ex was I can do bad all by myself and you can. Like if a motherfucker is taking you down and dragging you down, you can be, you can, you can do bad all by yourself. Like, Why do you need another person to fucking drag you down? At least if it's yourself, you know, you, you have that, you know, you can be like, damn, I I fucked myself out of this. You know what I mean? It's not, damn, I, I gave up some shit. Cause you know, I, I also, I gave up some shit, um, in my last relationship. Cause like I said, we were high school sweethearts and I had, you know, graduating. I was, I was basically accepted to, a university to go for my dream, which is psychology. And this motherfucker was so insecure and jealous that he was like, if you go to college, you're going to leave me. And just, I was so naive. Gosh, you know, and I don't, 
I don't regret it because it, it, it taught me a lot and I learned a lot from it, to be honest, a lot. I mean, it made me who I am today and I'm a strong woman, but I gave up that fucking dream for this dude because I didn't want, I didn't want him to be sad and, and hurt. And he was like throwing a fucking tantrum about it. And I was just like, Oh, I can just do it later, which I did, you know, like I, you know, I graduated from university and everything. I'm on the, you know, like in the meantime, while I'm on my journey of healing, I'm also on the pursuit to becoming a doctor in psychology. Cause that, that's my passion. I, I love it. And I think mental health is so important and we need so much more compassionate psychologists, you know, therapists and everything. So I'm still on that pursuit. And, but, and I did it though, cause I had a man that I'm with now, my Scorpio who, you know, encouraged me and was like, yeah, go for it, go for your dream, you know? And, and it, it wasn't just his encouragement that made me do it, but it just, one day I was just like, I'm going to go for what I want. You know what I mean? I put myself off for an insecure guy who had issues and I allowed him to kind of drag me down, you know, a little bit. So I went for what I wanted and fucking got an amazing job, even though I got hurt at it, that I love that job. You know, it's, it's a job that makes me happy and I get to work with people who are mentally ill and give them hope and, and, you know, give them great advice and encourage them. And, you know, I, I had a lot of fun in college and stuff and, you know, and I'm still on the pursuit, even though it's derailed a little bit, I'm, I'm going to achieve my, my passion and mark my words with that one. But I just mainly wanted to come up here and kind of give you guys like a little insight on what I kind of just, you know, went through and, you know, some past experiences and stuff and, you know, just don't take anything for granted, please. And even with, you know, this quarantine, everything, you know, there's a lot of things that we, you know, it's making us reflect on and things that we, you know, could have did that, you know, may not even be the same anymore, but you know, instead of us focusing on shoulda, coulda, wouldas and hindsight and everything, I just want us to focus on what we can do now and be grateful now for everything. So with that said, I want to pull some cards today. So today, instead of just only doing planet and the sign, I also want to do the house, um, you know, just for the month of May. And as you guys know, I love to use the Numinous Astro Deck by Ruby Warrington and Bess Natasa. And I am not sponsored, as I always say, but I really love this deck because it helps me learn more about my chart because you can use it to learn more about your own chart, other people's chart, or you can do uh, kind of like future reading and stuff. I don't really like to dabble in future stuff, really. It's plus I'm not, I don't think I'm experienced enough anyways for it. I'm not a professional astrologer. I just studied a lot of it. Um, I do kind of want to take a class on it though. So I could be more in depth for you guys and stuff and start doing chart readings and stuff. I think that would be awesome, especially for relationships since this is also a relationship based podcast. So, um, let's see, I'm going to mix up the signs and we're going to see what we're going to get. And then I'll read from the 
the Astro Deck book that comes with it and for the meeting, the meanings and everything. So let's see what we get for right now. I'm doing the sign. And what's the sign for April? Let's see. I mean, ooh, April, May. I'm sorry. Whoops. <laughs> May. Aquarius. That's interesting. <laughs> so we pulled the Aquarius card, which is the card says Aquarius, the innovator. Experimental, rational, unique, liberal, electric, group-oriented, humanitarian, free, radical, eccentric, diverse, futuristic, utopian, idiosyncratic, disruptive, edgy, and detached. Okay, so let's see the planet that is going to represent Aquarius. Okay. Okay, let's see what this one's going to be. Aquarius and Mars. Interesting. Maybe I should try to do a podcast on Venus retrograde, but like I said, I'm not that experience in it but we could always learn together like I I was thinking about reading some like some books and stuff so that we can learn more stuff together because like I said I'm not professional I just study it and so to help me understand things and people around me and why we do things so this is going to be what house it's going to represent let's see oh in the 12th house let's see I didn't read the card for Mars either. It says Mars action, desire, impulses, courage, force, heat, strength, competition, workouts, excitement, thirst, impatience, anger, leadership, engine, potency, willpower, motor, sex, sex drive. And then the 12th house, surrender, subconscious, mind, compassion, dreams, karma, forgiveness, baggage, trance, states, the unseen, healing, spiritual development, guilt, prayer, Akashic records. So we pull for the month of May Aquarius Mars in the twelfth house. So let's read what those mean. So let's start with Aquarius. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Hey, so Aquarius. All right. Okay, so it says the future looks as blindingly as blindingly bright as a sunbeam when Aquarius is around. So please slip on these ultraviolet tinted shades when life in the Capricornian here um, and now becomes just too painstakingly predictable. Along comes the extraterrestrial of the Zodiac and a rocket ship made of stardust, ready to teleport us to destination as of yet unknown. A mad scientist tinkering with the machinations of matter itself. Aquarius is an electrical spark in a spacesuit and a wish upon a star. When this card is pulled... Aquarius marks a magic moment to electrify your vision and power up for a radical 180. Lift yourself to a higher vantage point, either by literally traveling to a lookout point or soliciting new information and perspective that can help you shed much needed light and air on a stuffy subject. 
You may even find that a dose of healthy detachment can infuse an overly emotional situation with a long, with a little long-range medicine. Imagine you're a systems analyst of your own life and conduct a review of what is and isn't working. This is the moment to think bigger, picture and far-flung futuristic, to experiment, innovate, to trust that the best answers live out there. So to me, I see this as like a time of reflection for what's going on with the situation. And as you know, I don't want to really get into it because it's already all over the news and they're doing enough fear, you know, and panic in the world. So I just think this is the time to figure out, you know, like, like it said, what's not working for you and to move forward, what will work. So this is your time to figure out and make plans for your life of what you want to do next while this is going on and after it's over. Um, so the planet is Mars. Let's see. Mars. Okay. When you pull this card, Mars is asking you to lean into a conflict rather than choosing to turn the other cheek. Remember, when there has been a transgression, anger is a valid response. Who is being harmed and how? What is wrong with this picture? Rather than lash out, distill the crude oil of your indignation into the petrol, petrol that fuels your passion. Arm yourself with the facts and take action to put things right, but from a place of righteousness rather than a need to win. Imagine you are the hero and that the dragon must be slain for the peace and prosperity of all. So, you know, a lot of people are starting to, you know, kind of get wind of what needs to be done and what is wrong with the current situation. Uh, also, the best thing to do is when you are angry with someone or, you know, is to just figure out the conflict, get it over with, talk to them about it, deal with it rather than putting it off. That's what Mars is about. Basically, you know, it doesn't, it's the sign of, you know, the god of war is, <laughs> is basically the ruler of that. And he does not play around with hiding from the conflict. conflict. He still, he just deals with it. And that's what we should pretty much do is deal with that and stop running from it. I know, you know, I'm a Libra and I don't like conflict, but one thing I have been working on for the last couple of years is standing my ground of telling people when I don't like something, even if they're going to get upset and not like me about it. Well, I'm standing up for myself. It's what is best for me. And that's okay. It's okay for you to, to do something that's best for you. And then the 12th house, when you pull this card, attend to the small signals and synchronicities on the edges of your rational perception. This isn't an issue that can be figured out by sitting down and making a list of pros and cons. Instead, you're being asked to respond to the call of your own deep end. Listen into the knowings that arrive through dreams and intuitive hits, often channeled through silence. And don't be afraid to lose your footing to find new ground. You're learning that applying less resistance and more compassion is not the mark of weakness, but is actually a new form of strength. Notice where you've tensed your body for a blow. Tenderize yourself to your situation. Soften some of your boundaries and breathe out. This is really important. And this really speaks to me because, like I said, um, 
love yourself, have compassion, be soft. Don't think that just because, you know, people are expecting you to still like, you should be go, 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 going and stuff and being productive and stuff like that. It's okay to slow down. You know, these things happen for a reason. I'm not saying it's a good reason, but I felt like the world and us as humans have been solely just focusing on hustling and making money. And while yes, we do need to make money and, and, um, you know, be able to pay our bills and live our life. There's also a time when we need to slow down and recognize ourselves, take care of ourselves, you know, take care of others, be there for, for, you know, others when they, you know, when they need you be compassionate with yourself and others and the situation, you know, just be soft. It's okay to lean into your emotions and listen to yourself. Your intuition is your best guide. You cannot go wrong. It never leads you wrong. If you're feeling like something isn't right, it's time for you to listen to that and make the changes that you need, but be kind to yourself. All right, guys. Um, yeah, I just wanted to come on and just kind of update of why I haven't been here, but you know, and just kind of give you a little encouragement. So I guess I will see you another time. Uh, please stay safe, love yourself and be gracious of even the smallest things. Love you guys. Talk to you later.